Hi, Janessa. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. Happy Monday. <laughs> it's really nice weather today, and I'm really glad that we connected. Um, I was checking Thanks. out your Instagram page, and there's some really beautiful stuff on there about lifestyle and inspiring and empowering. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about your journey and what it is that you do, and we can share and inspire our listeners today. Awesome. I love it. So tell me a little bit about your um, business and you're an online business uh, coach and what it is mm -hmm. exactly that you do and um, how does it fulfilled? Mm. Well, it's certainly fulfilling. It's been an incredible journey so far. So I'll be 38 this year. <laughs> so wild to even think about that how the time goes by oh my goodness um but I've always been super passionate about coaching I was an athlete all through high school and college and I kind of transitioned into that role in my late 20s um, as a personal trainer and a yoga instructor so I actually moved to Toronto from the east coast of Canada I'm a New Brunswick girl and I signed a modeling contract and I modeled professionally here for almost 12 years, actually. And I did a, a little uh, a little stint in Australia. I lived there uh, for a year in Sydney and kind of traveled back and forth a bit as well. I love the ocean. So I was big on um, spending time by the ocean. And I just felt like Australia was a really great way for me to connect back to my roots um, that I was missing so much in New Brunswick. And I was really into traveling as well at that time. So I went to live there for a bit, came back. Um, I was in and out of, of modeling, as I mentioned, for almost 12 years. And it was a really interesting industry. Um, I had a lot of soul searching during that time, for sure. A lot of self-discovery. Um, I kind of started my journey to self-acceptance through that career, actually. And I really wanted to explore holistic health, healing through eating well, healing through moving my body, breath work. I always, I loved the feeling that I got from playing sports and just like sweating and releasing those endorphins. And I always felt so much happier after, after I would play volleyball or after I played basketball or after I would do a workout. So I really wanted to connect more to that. And unfortunately, in, in the modeling world, um, we weren't really encouraged to work out unless it was like excessive cardio, because, you know, in that industry, it's more about being thin. And I wanted to be strong. And I wanted to inspire other people to be strong, especially just thinking about the youth growing up and, and kind of what they're exposed to, especially now with social media and things like that. And I really wanted to have a positive impact. So I got into health and wellness, I had a fantastic mentor um, that kind of showed me the ropes and led me um, through a journey of nutrition. I took a nutrition course, actually, which I really enjoyed, it was really, um, really powerful for me. And I learned how to nourish my body properly, because that wasn't really something that I was taught growing up. Um, I had a pretty tumultuous childhood. So diet and nutrition uh, really wasn't something that we talked about that much. We ate like we ate well, but we, we didn't really know about nutrition. Um, we weren't really taught about foods that would nourish and energize our bodies. So that was very powerful for me because I started to feel better when I ate better. 
um, and just kind of, you know, changing my mindset a little bit and things like that. So once I became a yoga instructor and a personal trainer, I truly found my passion for helping other people. Like it got me out of bed in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, what is this feeling? Like I would wake up in the morning, 6am and just knowing that I had the opportunity to have a positive impact on the life of another person, like was so, so powerful for me. So I loved, um, yeah, like I just loved personal training. I loved getting strong. I loved lifting heavy weights. I loved the empowerment. I loved empowering others. Like people will come in, you know, stressed out from their jobs after work, or they would come in early before going into their work. And just the difference from when they came in to when they left, you know, after that one hour was just was so beautiful. So I loved it. It was super inspiring. Um, and that was a really, uh, really great career for me. I loved it. However, I was really exhausted because if you're a personal trainer, if you've ever done personal training, you know that you're going to be working a lot of hours, long hours. And even though I was passionate about it, I was totally exhausted. And I just found myself becoming really burnt out. And I thought, well, how can I really give everything, you know, I want to give to my clients if I'm completely exhausted. So I was exploring other avenues. And I, like I said, I've always been passionate about coaching. So I wanted to coach others. I wanted to continue to have a positive impact in the lives of other people. I was seeking something that was going to give me the ability to guide um, others and at the same time work on my continue to work on my own personal growth so I decided to start a social marketing um, business which I absolutely love it totally aligns with everything that I believe in holistic wellness um, I was having some issues with my digestive system and uh, my skin because I was having like reactions and things like that to um, certain products that I was putting on my skin there's not a lot of regulations unfortunately um, in skincare in North America. So I was seeking like better products, safer products. I actually made my own skincare. <laughs> wow. For, I was like, you know what? I was like, I want safe products. So I'm going to just make my own. So I was like, I was living in Kensington Market here in Toronto at the time. And I was like, I was uh, purchasing shea butter and essential oils and almond oil and all these different things to make my own skincare. And while that was really amazing, I was also aging as well, right? So I needed some kind of science um, behind that because I was like, I am not like going another route. I'm not going and, you know, doing anything that's un unsafe, like for my skin or for my body. So I want to age gracefully with good products. So my company in particular, um, we have a beautiful ingredient policy. So once I, I started using the products, everything changed for me. And I was like, wow, like these are so, so incredible. And my clients were already asking for for safe products so it made so much sense to me and like I said it gave me the ability to continue to coach others so what I do now is I coach um, other amazing men and women how to build a side stream of income from their phone from their laptop um, through social marketing which I love so it's been such a it's been quite a journey actually it's really interesting to hear your journey from the beginning, how Ooh. it all started off with something as like modeling and then coaching and then yoga and nutrition and down the road, every step of the way, 
it led you to where you are now. And it's a positive message. And now it sounds like you're in a positive place and you're happy to be sharing this with others. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've survived a lot of horrendous things, relationships, um, tragedies, and things like that. And it can go either way when you experience those things in your life, right? Like you can look at your life and say, okay, you can decide that that's what, how it's going to be. Um, you know, if you grow up in an abusive home, like I did, you can decide that that's going to be your life and you're going to attract those types of relationships, which I did. I had many like horrendous relationships that really, um, made me the person that I am today. So I'm grateful, grateful for those experiences, even though they were very painful at the time. Um, And it really empowered me to inspire other people that you can choose to live a fulfilling and a happy life. It takes work. It's grueling. I crawled through mud to get to where I am today, for sure. I struggled with alcohol, struggled with drugs. There was you know, lots of things um, that I was turning to, to kind of mask what I had experienced growing up. And the most powerful thing was sitting with it and looking at it honestly and deciding what it was that I wanted to change. And for me, that was, was the biggest turnaround. One of the things that I was really interested in uh, was that you were mentioning about the model culture and Mm -hmm. uh, how um, that affected you and, um, I was I wanted to ask you for that modeling and uh, the body image stuff that is out there and the standard for models right now and that industry do you think that it's ever going to change I don't see it changing anytime soon Um, I feel that it's only going to get worse with social media okay and you know having things like filters so easily accessible to everybody Um, before social media, I mean, it was only available to photographers, right, to create something in a magazine. But now it's, um, it's available to everybody and pictures can be can be altered. And I think that's really affecting the mental state of a lot of our youth and of adults as well, um, of everybody that engages on social media. I mean, you know, I forget, I don't know what this, there's a statistic that says um, how much time we actually spend scrolling on social media each day, right? Just scrolling through and, and comparing and things like that. And I remember doing that as a young girl, like, of course, not through social media, but through magazines and flipping through magazines. I loved fashion magazines. We always had so many in our house and I would flip through and I would compare myself to those women's to those women and think, you know, that's what perfect is. That's what beautiful is. That's what I should look like. So I was constantly um, trying to achieve something that was completely unrealistic. And it did end up affecting me deep, very deeply um, for a very long time. And it took a lot of, uh, a lot of soul work for sure to kind of retrieve, (laughs) retrieve myself from um from that situation because you do have to do the work and you have to be willing to do the work because eventually the comparing will um, rob you of all of your joy and your happiness and it's important to create space um to heal from that and to release that those negative thoughts that you have towards yourself right and and that does take time And, and most people are not willing to go there so it's kind of like it's easier to continue to compare 
and to gossip with your friends and talk about, you know, what she's wearing and what you don't like about that person. And I can't believe that, that this person did that. And I slowly just started to remove myself um, from those situations. And I refrained from engaging in toxic um, drama and, and conversations. And I started to have more enlightening conversations with people that I aspire to be like. And that really started to change things for me. I think that's a key point too, is that um, if you have people around you that you do aspire to be like, then they mm-hmm. can be a role model. They can serve as a positive role model in our lives. And I think we need more positive role models kind of showing a healthy body image and a, a healthy way to love ourselves and respect ourselves. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. You know, it's, it is, uh, it does have a lot to do with your environment and just, you know, kind of going back to will that sort of change, will the body image, will the whole body image thing change? Well, it all depends on how we change, right? It has to come from us. And I think growing up in an environment that was, as I mentioned, extremely hostile and toxic and I didn't have those types of role models around me. Mm-hmm. You know, there was always a lot of fighting and screaming and yelling and, and things like that. So I sort of associated that with um, what love was, you know, like love was passion and it was fire and it was, it was, uh, it was arguments like that. So of course I, uh, I attracted those types of relationships as I got older. And I also attracted those types of experiences with friends or people that I worked with I I found that I was always sort of emotionally reacting to things because it's what I saw my parents do right so you do have to and I and I I recall an experience in my life quite a few years back where I did decide to make a change because there's opportunity for us to change all the time but sometimes it's triggered by something, an event in our life, or perhaps we, we go through something that's difficult and we just decide no more, I want to change this. But for me, I kept having these um, experiences happen over and over in all different types of situations. I would, you know, feel fear towards losing um, a friend and I would lose that friend. I would feel fear um, towards, and I don't mean like, you know, a a friend passing away or something like that, but just someone in my life, I would have such a tight grip on people or on situations or on work. And I feel like where your energy flows, if you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to, you know, fight with this person, I'm not going to get along with this person, or of course, I'm not good enough to do this. That is exactly what you attract into into your experience. So I remember we were traveling quite a few years ago in Thailand, and I experienced a really tragic, uh, situation a friend of ours was um was suddenly killed in an accident and it happened in an instant and you know life is there one moment and then it's not and um we were doing a cooking class the day before and and you know we were just chatting about how great our experience was in thailand and we were making this beautiful food and the next day she was gone so for me it that was my moment where I was like, you know what? I want to make a change. I don't want to live the life that I've been living anymore on autopilot with, you know, anger and fear in my heart. I, I want to take the steps to change. So I got home and that was really um, a very pivotal moment for me. And I started to see 
things differently, situations differently, people differently. And it doesn't come overnight. Like, you know, a spiritual journey or an awakening journey is not something that's pleasant. Yeah. It's because a lot of things are going to come up and there's going to be a lot of parts of you um, that you're not going to like things that you're going to have to take a really, I had to take a really long, hard look in the mirror and decide that I wanted to be a change. And if I wanted anything to change, it had to come from me. So in order for the comparison to stop or the comparison to change or the um, negative body image to change, it has to come from us. It really does. That's really powerful. And it's kind mm-hmm. of a reminder that we need to empower ourselves to mm-hmm. be a part of the change if, oh, yes. if we want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and that's difficult, right? Lisa, like it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not no. an easy thing to do. And I, I do see sometimes there's um, more um, campaigns online where you see more women of different sizes and mm-hmm. you see more um, like the Dove Beautiful, Simply Beautiful, uh, where they have the women, um, you know, showing all the parts of their body, all different sizes. And I find that it's, it, it helps to try to normalize what a real human body looks like. And it's not always mm-hmm. a standard of perfection. And it's good to have pictures of different types of looking women out there so that uh, young girls can have like more of a comparison than just, you know, that body, uh, Barbie, you know, bo- body type. Absolutely. And in television as well, right? In movies and in lots of things, it's like, it's what we're exposed to. So I think it's, it's beautiful that there is, there are many movements out there that um, promote positive body, like healthy body image. And that's something that, that I definitely struggled with for sure. And I found a lot of self-love and self-acceptance through, through yoga. I think that was, that was definitely a big thing for me. I learned to love my body through yoga because in yoga, um, we're taught to release comparison and, and love the body that we're in. And that was really, that was really powerful for me for sure. And for anyone who's interested in maybe becoming a female entrepreneur and maybe starting their own, um, business online, um, what do you think are the first steps to, kind of empower yourself and give yourself the confidence to do that. Decide what you're passionate about. I think that that's a big thing because people um, don't, you know, they don't care about what you're doing. They care about why you're doing it. And people join people who know where they're going. So get really, really deep on what it is that you want to create for yourself, number one, and how you want to impact the lives of others. My mom was a, was a business owner for many years. She owned a store when we lived in the East Coast of, uh, of New Brunswick. And I would watch her, you know, buzz around that store for eight years. And she worked really, really hard. She worked um, seven days a week. We rarely saw her unless we were at the store with her. But this was before she had started her uh, her her social marketing, her back then it was just network marketing because there was no social 
uh, social marketing, but I would watch her and think, wow, like she loved what she was doing. She was passionate about connecting with people and talking with her customers. She was passionate about building her business. She was passionate about making money. She was passionate about providing. Um, so get passionate about something. And, and, and her business was, was fashion and was clothing. And she has always been really interested in fashion and hats and scarves and jewelry. And she loved dressing up and wearing Chanel and, you know, wearing a nice lipstick. And she was passionate about feeling good um, and looking good. So maybe that's kind of, you know, where I sort of saw her as a young girl, like getting ready all the time and thinking, wow, like my mom is always like looking so nice. And maybe there was a little bit of pressure there for me to do the same without her even realizing mm -hmm. that. Right. So, so it's interesting how you kind of pick up on the, the, um, the characteristics and the habits of your, of your parents. And there were so many different layers, but, but yeah, I know I was, I know I'm sidetracking a little bit on that, but it's just such a strong memory and yeah, get passionate about what it is that you want to do. For me, I was super passionate about holistic wellness and that's how I aligned with my company. And I was passionate about holistic wellness because holistic wellness is such a huge part of my journey and it helped me to heal a lot of, of those parts of me that were hurting and that were, that were painful. So for me, it was like, I want to align with a company or with a business that gives me the opportunity to help make a difference in other people's lives, um, in their, you know, financial situation, in their confidence and how they feel about themselves. So, so yeah, find, find what your passion is and figure out what your purpose is. And if, if that's something that's, that you're having a hard time with. And I, know, and I know sometimes people will come to me and say, well, how do I find my passion? Start small and figure out what brings joy to your heart. So that could be, you know, listening to music, that could be journaling, that could be drinking a cup of coffee in the morning and taking 30 minutes of, of quiet time. Start there. It doesn't have to be like, you know, boom, I know exactly what I want to do. I know what my passion is. It takes time to discover your passion and then enjoy the process. Um, as well. And of course, ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. There's a lot of opportunity out there now to start an online business, which is amazing. You do have to be careful, for sure. Um, work with people who are reputable, work with a company that is reputable, and, and you do that by connecting with others and asking questions. Questions are powerful. Yes. And I think um, having a purpose is going to give you that happiness and that fulfillment in life that you don't really necessarily get from having a paycheck and making money if mm -hmm. you make money at the same time that you have fulfillment and you have a purpose and you feel like you're doing what you love then it's much more fulfilling and you're able to enjoy what you're doing and not just kind of go to work just to make your money and then after work then you have to go and find something that you enjoy if you can do a job that you align with and that you feel that fulfills your purpose then that's amazing for sure and th and there's always going to be parts of you know your your work it's like are you doing a, a, a job most of us have have done jobs or do jobs we have a job but what is your actual work what is your purpose like on this um on this earth why are you here right like what so you can have you can have a job and or or type of um, a line of work that you are happy with 
but perhaps you're happy with the paycheck, you're happy with the office setting, or you're happy with the environment that you're working in, but maybe you feel like you're not contributing, right? Or maybe you feel, I know a lot of people struggle with feelings of, um, of just like wandering around aimlessly or on autopilot, like waking up, hitting the snooze button, hitting the snooze button, <laughs> going, going to work, doing the same thing every day. Right. So, um, that can definitely, um, take a toll on your health after a while, for sure. If you're not taking time outside of that or in your work environment to actually make connections with people or, or respond to people in a positive way, or maybe taking five minutes um, from your lunch break and using that to do, you know, some positive affirmations or read a good passage from a book that you enjoy. Like it, it's in bits and pieces. I do feel that you can enjoy your nine to five job depending on how you respond to this, the circumstances and the situations that are happening around you. Yeah, you can, you can definitely try to, you know, make your, any experience a positive experience because you, mm -hmm. it, it all depends on your mindset. And uh, I think if you are lacking the motivation and you feel like you're stuck in a rut, that's when you should kind of maybe reevaluate and say, you know, is it, you know, is there something else I'd want to be doing? And maybe some people haven't kind of taken the time to think about what their passions really are. And it, yes. it's good to think about it and at least uh, put some time into, into thinking about it. I know for me, it started a few years ago um, when I realized that I wasn't doing anything with my public speaking background and I wanted to use it I wanted to do something more with it and I decided to start creating my social media platforms and start um, speaking online and having live events and what did I speak about I spoke about what I was passionate about which was um, doing personal work personal improvement and um, helping others do self-improvement and just kind of sharing my journey with them and that's how I found what I was passionate about. And from there, it just keeps building on from there. So I, I find that, you know, I still have my, my job. And at the same time, I also have this job, which I do. Um, so I have a lot going on, but it, at least it gives me a chance to, to do something that I'm passionate about. And I still have my, my other career job that I work in my office job. And then I have my public speaking that I do online and at events whenever I do get the, the chance. And that just makes me, it makes me happy to have that. And, you know, sometimes it's a hobby and then it can end up turning into a business if you, if you want that. Absolutely. And that's beautiful. I love that. That's super inspiring because you have your job, you know, which you go into and you, and you collect your paycheck and you also have your work and your life's work and your and your purpose is in your motivational speak speaking and who knows what that will turn into right that's a, that's the exciting part and you you know you really um hit the nail on the head there when you said um it's all about it's all about taking the time to actually discover what you're passionate about yeah you might as that's you secret. might as well do that you know you might as yeah. well you owe it to yourself right yeah yeah exactly yeah, and I think that, you know, if at least the message that we can give today to the listeners is to just take the time to think about what motivates you, what inspires you, and what you think your purpose could be. And, you know, some people haven't 
begun to think about that and if you know if listening to this podcast today gives them that inspiration to start thinking about that then I think it's a positive message <laughs> for sure for sure you know even just if, if it touches one person it's it's very powerful and it's so important to um to share I truly feel that that's why we're here is to share and to help others and and it can be you know your your life's work, your life's purpose can be triggered by all kinds of different things. Um, but it is up to us, you know, as I mentioned, to decide what we want to do with our life. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you so much, Janessa, for joining me on this podcast. And I will link down Janessa's information below for her Instagram page. And you can check out her page and get in touch with her if you are interested in learning a little bit more about her. So thanks a lot for joining on this podcast. Thank you for having me, Lisa.